Hi, I am your host, Leonette Talley, and you are listening to Virago 24-7. Virago is Latin for female warrior, and 24-7 is for all day, every day. Virago 24-7 is a weekly podcast that brings diverse women together to talk about life and our experiences in this world. We share our views on self-love, mental health, marriage, children, friendships, and really anything that needs to be talked about. Here, you will find everyday growth, everyday healing with everyday warriors. So we thought we were done with this, the book, The Four Agreements. But after last week's show, Philip's like, you know what? I have other things to say. There were other things at the end of the book that I would like to share with the people. <laughs> uh, so here we are again. Is that how that works? You can't get rid of us so quickly. Back again. He's just been having fun on Virago 24-7. So this any excuse an to excuse. be back, huh? Yeah, this is an excuse. Just like, this is, it's, it's fun. It's therapeutic expressing, isn't it? Is that what it is? I don't know. For me, it's therapeutic. Okay. So, Philip. You're driving this show. Okay. What other words would you like to share with the people? How have you been, by the way? I've been good. Before been we good. get into it. I've been good. I've been... How's your word of the year coming along? Intentional. I know. Uh-huh. It's, it's coming along well. Okay. It's coming along well. So There's my... that I'm not, but... So what are, you try trying, myself. what are you trying to be intentional with? Mm. Let's talk about that. We, everything. 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 My growth... Um, myself, work, uh, how I lead my family, how I lead myself, how I lead my team. Just being very intentional in things that I want to do or say. I don't want to ever leave that day, especially at work, and not saying what I want to say to my team. Instead of just holding it in the end and, man, I wish I had done that. I wish I had done this. Even with patience, you know, because before I would be... I don't know, very um, guarded in certain mm. things that I would say and not say because I may offend someone, you know, patience, which is so funny because, you know, patients come to the office all the time and and say, man, I just hate coming to the dentist. I hate dentists. Don't take it personal. <laughs> well, since I've been reading the four agreements, I will not take it I personal. Not take it personal. <laughs> I will not make assumptions. Um but sometimes I was joking with my team. I was like, what if I just turned around and say, you know what? I hate working on you. This is this is horrible. Okay, don't say that to your patients. <laughs> but yeah, it's the but same it's, effect. It's the same effect. You know, how would they take that? You know, but for me, being intentional with patients is more like, you know, let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you what problem is happening and how we can fix it. But you know what? It's up to you whether you choose to or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to persuade you and convince you. Use, I mean, convince you because if you convince someone of something, they don't buy into it. Yeah, you know, it has to be their own whatever they value. You know, if they value it, if they see it, it's important. You're just trying to let them see through their own eyes and their own words, based on what they do value, uh, why this ties into keeping their teeth if that's what they value or appearance. Um, so, well, I feel that I've seen 
you being very intentional when it comes to setting up date nights with me mm. and date days, not just nights. I am. And it's only it's only been one month in the year and already we've had some dates. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I like this word intentional. <laughs> <laughs> He's really putting the tea to yeah, good use. When I hear about a restaurant or a place to go. Well, you know I what? Said, you know what? Let's just, I know. And you go. used to be that way many moons ago. But, sure. you know, we get in a rhythm and we get, we get into and it's not like we don't go out. But you've been intentional, very intentional about it. So yes, I have witnessed that myself. Yes, you're doing a good job. Philip. I've been trying. I've How been about trying. my calmness? How about my calmness? Have my have I have I come across as now. calm? <laughs> made me nervous. I made you nervous. <laughs> I dropped my drink. <laughs> yes, you've been very calm, Lena. You've been very calm. It's like. Tell tell him exactly what I wrote down. You read it exactly verbatim. You better not get off <laughs> subject. It made me nervous. All right, we're gonna pause. Yeah, I gotta you, really you really did. You really did. You uh, really did. I just spilled all drink. my drink. You made me nervous. All right, I'll be back. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to refill my drink again. I know. I'll wait patiently for you. Yeah. You can have my drink. It won't take long. All right, we're back. So I'm back. I made him nervous. My mess. You don't have to answer the question. No, I'm gonna if you don't want to make you that nervous. If we went through all of that, I need to answer the question. <laughs> I see a different person. You don't go to extremes. Because you are someone that what? go to extremes. What? Go to extremes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. So now you're just you're in this little zen. I mean, you're doing your yoga. I don't do yoga. Pilates, that's what it is. I've been doing Pilates for Pilates. my stretches. But yoga, I've tried so many times. It's, you're in your Pilates, you're on the deck a lot more, just kind of reading and growing and improving and stuff. So, yeah, you've definitely been practicing your calmness, which Good. is great. It's great for me. Yes, it is great, great for, for the kids. <laughs> definitely great for the kids. So, anyway, so you wanted some bonus content on the book. Yes, it's the sixth chapter. Yes. And it's about breaking old agreements, and it's the path to freedom is what it's titled. Because basically the way it started, I know we've been doing this for a few weeks, so the way the book starts is that we have these agreements that are put on us by government, by parents, by adults. Yes, basically, religion. Yeah, religion, all these things that when you're a child— doesn't really affect you, or maybe it does, but you don't really feel the effect until well, you you're don't older. Even think about it. Yeah, until and you're so, older. So, yeah, this is kind of how this kind of played itself out. So, so it's kind of ending with that. Right. Yeah. So, it talks about everyone talks about freedom. This is from the book. All around the world, different people, different races, different countries are fighting for freedom. But what is freedom? You know, in America, we speak of living in a free country. Uh, true freedom, it says in the book, has to do with the human spirit. It is the freedom to be who we really are. Who stops us from being free? Because um, it says we blame the government. We blame the weather. We blame our parents. We blame religion. We blame God. But who really stops us from being free is ourselves. And it talks about, you know, if you see a child who is two or three, you know, perhaps four years old, we find a free human. 
because this human does whatever he or she wants to do. The human is completely wild. And if you observe humans who are two years old, you find that most of the time these humans have a big smile on their face. They're having fun. They're exploring the world. They're not afraid to play. And very young children are not afraid to express what they feel. They are so loving that if they perceive love, they melt into love. They're not afraid to love at all. And our human, normal human tendency is to enjoy life, to play, to explore, and to be happy and to love. And with this, but when, what happens with the adult human? Why are we so different? Well, I think once we get to a certain point in life, we see what the world is really made of. Hmm. You know, as children, you're sheltered naive. from certain things. Yeah, naive. And so when you get into adulthood or not necessarily, you know, just adolescence, something shifts where you see the world for what it is and you're not being sheltered and you're not, you know, things aren't being hidden from you. You see things as they are because as humans, we have messed up a lot. You know, we've messed up this world and and these poor kids. Yeah, like all of us have gone through it. Right. I was telling you that I don't know if I ever felt like a child. I know I was a child, but like internally and mentally, I feel like I've always been aware of what the world is. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not fully because you're a child, so you don't know everything, but I never felt a sense of being naive mm -hmm. to the world. It's so weird. Um, and I don't know if that's good or bad. It's just, I mean, I'm not sad or happy about it. It's just what it is. I just always felt very aware of the world and my surroundings and that things weren't perfect and that things weren't la 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 la, you know, happy, happy. I've never Felt experienced that, that ever. And see, that's all I did. Yeah. I experienced never that. experienced that. I lived in la la land. Yeah. <laughs> I was naive to everything. Yeah. I thought everything was just. Do you think it's because I'm the oldest and you're the youngest? Do you think that makes a difference? Because I just showed you a video and I'm still as a podcaster learning the rules of what to what I'm able to share. Everything is copyrighted or whatever. But so I'm going to paraphrase this video and I did post it on my Facebook. Um, I, re I, I shared it because he may he does have a point. This lady's asking him, why is it if you're um, raised, by the, raised by the same parents, one turns into a narcissist <laughs> and the other one doesn't? He's like, well, you're really not. Um, technically you're not really raised by the same parents because circumstances like the, like if you're the older one, you're going to get different parents. If you're the middle, if you're the youngest, you're never going to be the oldest. You're never going to be the middle. You're going to, you're, you know, you are who you are. And then your parents also evolve too. They're and then you as one a child, child you, your temperament is different than your siblings temperament. So what your parent does with this child or with your sibling, they may not do with you, or maybe you need to be approached differently and they try to handle all of you the same way. Right. But what works for one person doesn't, doesn't work, work for you. So I love that video because it puts perspective. Um, you know, I've talked about it before and my mom, she's like, you were just always very mature and you were always very capable. And I needed that. She needed that for me when I was little and I was always just very responsible. She said, and I, and I feel that. And I think I've, I'm sure I've, I've, I've made my feelings known that I always thought my youngest, you know, Jose just was quote unquote favored mm -hmm. and, but he needed more. And that's what she explains. And so I, I get that now, you know, when you're younger, you don't really see it that way. And I feel like maybe he was more 
uh, childlike and more quote unquote naive to the world's war. I just saw things for what they were. I wasn't, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it, it is. I, I think it's a part of what this video is saying that it just depends on how, where you were born and how you were born into, into the world and where your parents were at that certain, you know, stage of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with you, you said you were naive. So when did you, open your eyes to like, wow, I, I, I see the world differently. I would say, man, probably when I probably, uh, high school, really high school took you that long. Yes. (laughs) Yes. High school. Yeah. Yeah. High school. That has to be beautiful. It is just beautiful. To, just it's, to it's go through life. Bliss, yeah. You know, <laughs> just to be oblivious to everything <laughs> and think that everything is great. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why we talked about with Keith, you know, and yeah. my father, yes. you know, I thought he was the role model for everything. But and also I can see it in. So Corinne, our youngest, she's 12. And from the moment she was little. She's always been super like um, expressive and will dance. She used to dance wherever, um, did say whatever. She didn't care who was around. She had like no um, in a bit like she just never had her guard up. She just was a free flowing flower. And about two years ago, around 10, that all shifted, you know, and now she's more aware of how she is um, perceived. perceived by the world. And I've mm-hmm. asked her, she's like, well, it's just different now, mommy, because, you know, now I, now I'm more self uh, conscious about, it's like, there's a time where you see others acting in a certain way. It's like, well, maybe I need to be acting like that. Hmm. And actually, I don't think I've told you, but this week, was it this week? Yeah, it was this week. I was getting gas. I had to pick Khalil up from our 14 year old from soccer practice. So I had both of them in the car and I was like, I'm going to go get gas. And she got out of the car because they act so silly together, which I love. I love, I love their relationship. They're so cute together, especially at this age. Cause they, 14 and 12. they can understand the same things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they just have their own language. So she gets out of the car at the gas station and starts like dancing as I'm pumping gas. Really? And Khalil is in the backseat, just cracking up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I even said it out loud. I'm like, that's, that's how you used to be when you were little. Just like, didn't care who was watching. And she was, and she hasn't done anything like that in forever. And it just brought my heart so much joy because like, that's who she really is. is But the world has convinced her that she can't act silly like that. Right. You know, and she can't be that way because it's quote unquote, not appropriate. Mm-hmm. to act like that at that age. But it brought me so much joy and I just let her do it. I was just like, all right, well, I'm done pumping gas. So when you're ready to come back in after <laughs> dancing. So oh, they were God. just laughing and like, that's how we should be. But we're so like aware. Um, and then responsibilities of right. being an adult. That's what it says. In you the you, you realize, the man, like this is not easy have. being an adult. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, as you become an adult, you don't follow these agreements. You know, you start assuming more. You start getting your feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so you lash out and you're not uh, using your words in an impeccable way. So um, 
It's sad, actually. Right. It's you really use sad. your words, but you don't use them for harm. No. You don't use them to lift someone up. And that's why I always have to get on my team about, you know, when we're talking about another team member when they're not around. Make sure you're using that for good. Make sure you're building that person up versus which is the norm. Unfortunately, if you're talking about someone when they're not there, a lot of times it's not in a positive light. Mm -hmm. But all you're doing is tearing that person down and you're giving that other person a reason to think differently about the person that you're talking about, yeah. which is sad. And, and then that's my point that I was trying to make last week. If you're going for whatever reason, if you are going to someone and talking crap, when you get approached by that person, the oh. first thing is like deny, 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 own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that, well, but I didn't mean it that way. And most exactly, no, you did, you yeah. did. But now you that you're being that confronted, way. now you're cowering in the corner and acting mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you didn't mean anything. No, own up to it. Let's right. resolve this. And so you were reading some other stuff. Yeah, that? so it comes back to like what you were just saying. There's something that changes. We call them responsibilities. Uh, You're responsible. You have things to do. You have to work. You have to go to school. You have to earn a living. All these responsibilities come to mind. And it also goes and it says in the book, our face changes and we become serious again. If you watch children when they're playing adults, you'll see their little faces change. They may say, hey, let's pretend to be a lawyer. And right away, their faces change. The adult takes faces take over. Uh, But he says, the thing is, we are still children, but we have lost our freedom. And the freedom we're looking for is the freedom to be ourselves, to express ourselves, like you talked about with Corinne. And it says here, if we look at our lives, we will see that most of the time, time we do things just to please others, just to be accepted by others, rather than living our lives to please ourselves. That is what has happened to our freedom. And we put walls up. We're the ones that do it to ourselves mm-hmm. um, because we are so concerned about how we we're perceived. perceived. Um, I remember when I was younger, I, I used to feel, I was highly, highly aware of how people saw me and mm. perceived me. And so I was easily embarrassed, mm. um, easily like, um, uh, just frazzled, right? And mm-hmm. it may I may not have always shown it outwardly, but internally I was just like, and now I'm thinking, when's the last time I was quote unquote embarrassed? I don't feel that anymore because I've shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shifted my mindset where it's like, who cares? Like I'm going to dance and I'm going to be silly when I want to do it. And when I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so I, I, I don't even, if you were to ask me, when's the last time you were embarrassed? I don't have, I'm sure people thought I was embarrassing, but for me to feel embarrassed, I haven't felt that in a long, long, long time. Um, but when I was younger, I'm sure I could have rattled off like 10 different things from that, that day of things that I felt that I was, uh, that I embarrassed myself. But now I'm like, oh, I don't care. It's, it's. But it's a mind shift. It's freeing, though. It's it's a, and I'm telling you, this didn't happen. This this happened recently because for many 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 years, I was very self conscious of of how people perceived me, and now Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I really don't. I don't. 
I don't think it's bad because I think it could be bad if you take it to an extreme, just like anything else. Depending on who you talk to, Philip, they may have, <laughs> they may, they may feel as extreme, but you know. <laughs> but you know, I think for you, I mean, that's that's freeing to not be concerned what other people think or say or or whatever, because. I mean, I I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it's like a hundred percent all the time, but for the majority of it, yes. Right. Yeah. Because then you're just not so caught up in not being yourself. Mm -hmm. You're being someone that you think someone wants you to be. Yeah. And that's fake. Yeah. Um, It's just like the, the video we watched that Khalil sent to us when the guy was asking everyone to go to his party that weekend. And his two other friends made up all these excuses why they couldn't go. And the one girl was like, I, I have no excuses. I just don't want to go to your party. <laughs> just plain and simple. Oh, yeah. It's the comedy that, yeah. It's the, what's her name? Um, from Quinta. Um, oh, I should know her last name, but she's from um, the, um, what's the show? Abbott Elementary. That's it. Go. Abbott Elementary. Anyways, yeah. She's doing a skit and she's like, yeah, I just don't want to go to your party. And they're just looking like, oh my gosh. Did you? Did you He's really like, say that? Yeah, like, you don't have an excuse? Like, what's your excuse? No, for real, what's your excuse? She's like, my excuse is that I don't want to go to your party. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. But and most of us so feel... so <laughs> astonished yeah, that like, she was being so truthful yeah. and didn't care no. what the other person thought. But, yeah, I mean... And then come to find out, he's like, well, I don't really... I guess whatever excuse that the one person had, he's like, well, I don't really have to do that. I just said that because I don't really want to come either. Right, and he ran out the (laughs) room. Yeah, and then he ran out the room like, oh, shoot. But, um, yeah, it's just feeling like you have to make excuses for yourself, and sometimes we just don't have to do that. No, you don't. It is what it is. And... If you're being yourself, I think it says this early part of the book. We talked about that too. Now, if you're being an asshole, if you're an asshole and that's who you are, then no, you need to you, change that. You don't get permission <laughs> for being yourself. Like this well, some is, people, well, some people do that though. That's what I'm saying. I am. I am not trying to get people hall passes. Phil. I'm, I am. I'm just, you know. But if you're rude, you're just rude. Yeah. And you probably need to be better. But um, yeah, so I think the thing is, as we become more aware, have more responsibilities, become an adult, we do lose that. And it was somewhere in the book that it talks about when we're doing things that we enjoy. Yeah, the real you, this is what it says in the book, the real you is still a little child. You never grew up. Sometimes that little child comes out when you're having fun or playing, when you feel happy. When you're painting or writing or playing the piano, expressing yourself in some way, these are the happiest moments of your life when the real you comes out. When you don't care about the past, you don't worry about the future, you're childlike. And I think that's true. You know, I think that's why we enjoy each other so much is that when we're together, we're very childlike. We we laugh um, a lot. We have a good time. Over and dumb, we're silly. Over dumb stuff, too. Yes, but it's fun. If someone walked in, they'd be like, why is that so funny? Like, you guys are laughing about fruit. <laughs> like, we literally were laughing about fruit the other day, and it was hilarious. We were? 
when you were washing your fruit and I, I don't know. What oh, that's is. right. Who you knows? So like even adamant even, about my fruit, even if we related the way it happened, people were like, that's not funny. But to right. us, it was the it funniest was hilarious. thing. It was hilarious. Know. We are we our true selves though. With each other because we can be our true selves with each other. We don't judge each other. We make mistakes. We don't hold it against each other. And that's great. I mean, that's, I mean, that's something we've evolved into. Yes. We were definitely not that way. I think we've always been ourselves around each other. It's just how we have handled certain situations. Exactly. Is that, that's the difference. Exactly. Um, when things don't go right, yeah. how do we handle it? And sometimes we handled it poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, now, Not me, you. <laughs> I handled it just divinely. Divinely. Speak yeah, for yourself. Sounds crazy. So, but yes, it does. It does feel good, and and that's why certain friendships are for me like a sisterhood. Because there's certain women that are in my life, they know the true Leonette. Right. Because I am fully who you are, who I am, in every silly and all situation, and and not that I environment, and and with certain people, they're just not. Um, I'm not and. At a comfortable level, I shouldn't say comfortable because like I said, like I'm going to be who I am, but sometimes I just don't want to turn that on for people. Um, right. Because I just know that they're not going to be a part of that circle where they need to see all of me. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm trying to pretend or I'm faking or I'm putting on this air. It's just not everyone deserves to see the full me because I don't feel like they're at a point where they... Will understand. So it has nothing to do with me. It has fully to do with them and what I see in them, if that makes sense. So the girls that are in my life that see the true me, oh my gosh, we have so much fun. We are like children. Mm -hmm. We're like in our 40s and 50s and we act like children when we come together. But it is like so freeing because I think in our day to day lives and the people that we encounter, we really can't be that way mm-hmm. because society, you know, doesn't really Very want that or, Very or respect that. And there's some of us that are on different journeys when it comes to, you know, the agreements and, you know, in, in this world, there is a certain kind of way that we do have to handle ourselves and, and act, unfortunately. And right. that's part of some of the agreements that the world has given us right. where we have to just be a certain kind of way. Um, in certain environments. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Right. We don't gotta gotta be crazy all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's, you know, there's certain environments where you, you just have to tone it down a little bit and that's okay. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying this to say that just be crazy all the time and just be who you are all the time. There's places for that. True. Because who you are sometimes just doesn't work for everybody either. So sometimes you do have to communicate with someone the way that they want to be communicated with, not the way that you want to be communicated with. What are you thinking? No, I think I have no more words to say. No more words. No. All right. So this is really goodbye. This is really goodbye. I think we're <laughs> officially done with We've the book. We've killed this book. And unless you have another passage that you would like to share for the bonus content. I do not. We would call it the freedom chapter or the freedom like what is the name of the chapter anyways um nothing that you said um it's not the freedom chapter (laughs) no the path to freedom the path to freedom breaking old agreements that's right that's what we're doing we're we're 
on our path to freedom and breaking old agreements. Enjoy life. Play, explore, be happy in love. And that's what we're trying to do, Philip. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, Philip. So let's take us home. So our, what we need to do is enjoy life, to play, to explore, be happy, and to love is what the book says. And I think that's what we're trying Striving. to do this year mm-hmm. with each other, with our family. And it's been fun. It's, it's been only really been fun. a month. But yes, it's been a good month <laughs> of all those things. Yes. Catch us on December 31st to see if we upheld our word of the year and if we're playing, exploring, loving, and all those things. <laughs> but no, you know what, Philip? We're going to do our best. There you go. All right? Yes. All right. Love you. Love you, baby. Okay. See you next time. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Virago 24-7. If you haven't done so already, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and please give us five star ratings. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Virago 24 underscore seven and on Facebook at Virago 24 slash seven. And just connect with us and share your story. We'd love to hear from you. Just